Mark 14, verses 32 through 50. And they went to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. And he took with him Peter and James and John and began to be greatly distressed and troubled. And he said to them, my soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch. And going a little further, he fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. And he came and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not watch one hour? Watch and pray that you might not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again, he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And again, he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy, and they did not know what to answer him. And he came the third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? It is enough. The hour has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. And immediately while he was still speaking, Judas came, one of the twelve, and with him a crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests and the scribes and the elders. Now the betrayer had given them a sign saying, the one I will kiss is the man. Seize him and lead him away under guard. And when he came, he went up to him at once and said, Rabbi, and he kissed him. And they laid hands on him and seized him. But one of those who stood by drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. And Jesus said to him, have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to capture me? Day after day, I was with you in the temple teaching and you did not seize me, but let the scriptures be fulfilled. And they all left him and fled. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, I'm Thomas Nelson. This is Will Carlisle, and we're excited to get to look at this passage. Will, this is such a powerful passage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the whole garden scene here. What what stands out as you were reading through that? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, you know, this is the beginning of really the climax of all of Scripture. And I think what what strikes me most heavily is the isolation of Jesus and the betrayal, um, not only uh, being seized by his enemies, but being left by his friends. And it's really just sad and heartbreaking to read. Yeah, it is. Yesterday we read the about Jesus telling his folks, hey, you're all going to leave me. Uh, Judas clearly uh, is going to forsake Jesus. Peter, who says he never will, forsakes yeah. Jesus. We see the start of that here. Mm. Um, and so it's just, it's so lonely, as you said. Three times he goes into this garden and mm. prays. And it's it's interesting. Jesus gets a no to his prayer. Yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, we think about like we pray and we hope we get a yes, but sometimes we get no's. We never really think about Jesus getting a no to his, to his prayer that he prays. But any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean... What a comfort, you know, yeah. um, like seeing, you know, when we are dreading something and, and praying that the Lord would remove it and, and he doesn't, you know, 
what better company to be in than our Savior. Mm, amen to that. And then what better response can you have than the one mm, Jesus has? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he says there, okay, uh, I, I'm here and I, I'm going to obey what you say, Lord. I mean, that's the, that's the general idea is, God, please remove this, yet not what I will, what you will. Mm-hmm. So we really see the humanity of Christ here in, hey, who wants to go to the cross? Who wants to bear all that sin? Who wants to go through the physical pain? Yeah. Who wants the loneliness and the betrayal? Nobody wants that, but it's not what I will. Mm-hmm. It's what the Father wills. Yeah. Man, well, well, what about these disciples that can't even stay awake an hour? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the spirit is willing and the flesh is weak, you know, and um, that really, you know, is... I don't know. It reminds me of the passage talking about that God knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust and yeah. Yeah. It's not an excuse for us to to, to lay down and just not not. pray, but it also is, uh, it's, it's a good reminder that man, these guys are with the Messiah himself and have a hard time focusing in and, uh, and praying. And what a reminder, let us be folks who say, okay, God, I know that the -hmm. flesh is weak give my flesh strength to be able to yeah. seek you and pursue you. Yeah. And I mean, that's just really the role of Peter throughout the gospels is, you know, we, we should be aware that we are going to fail, you know, in our journey to be faithful to Christ, but, um, just, you know, a relentless pursuit to pick back up after failure and, and chase after Christ. Mm. Amen. Good word. Well, for Will Carlisle, I'm Thomas Nelson. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.